Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to our Geniuses Podcast. Yes. So again, I am your host, Minyana B. I am definitely excited on this particular topic of how do I know as a parent that my child may need to be tested because they are struggling or having difficulty with doing schoolwork. Um, They're not focused. The teachers are telling me constantly about their behavior. So let's get into it. This is a topic that really no parent wants to hear probably or no parent really wants to discuss. But what I can tell you is that I've been there. Like I've been the parent where, you know, I remember a teacher literally held up my son's paper next to another child's paper and say, do you see the difference? Literally, my thought then was like, lady, how unethical can you be? Um, I was not receiving the information that she was telling me, didn't want to hear it, and wanted to snatch my child so fast out the classroom and run out because I was so hurt, right? I was hurt because I felt the teacher embarrassed me. I was hurt for my son. Um, definitely just just not right, right? Okay. But honestly, parents, let's kind of really get down into the nitty gritty. Like as our child or children are growing up, we kind of see um some of delays because we're with our child um pretty much. 24 hours a day, um, especially when they're infants and toddlers, and then you go through the preschool stage. But mostly, you start to kind of see the behaviors of like the you ask a question and they respond back with the same question that you asked them, or maybe they're ha- they're showing cognitive delays um, versus the physical delay. So. This topic is very, very, you know, passionate. I literally can tell you all that I have lost so many tear ducts crying behind, you know, getting my first notice or really having to face and accept that my child learns completely different and it's okay. But There was no one to really tell me outside of my parents that it was okay. Um, Took my child to the doctor, told the doctor what the teacher had done to my four-year-old, okay? And the teacher said, the doctor, excuse me, says, you know what, Miniana, this is what we're going to do. We are going to schedule a psychological evaluation. We're going to, I know this is something that you don't want to hear because, you know, we've been through a battle with your son's health, which my son um, was diagnosed with asthma at an early age, both of them actually. And so I was like, okay, well, got the referral, called, made the appointment. That's what parents do. That's what we do, right? (laughs) And literally went to the psychologist's office. He told me what the interview was going to be like, scheduled that appointment, 
came back. It was a two-hour testing where I could not sit in with my son to see or hear what they were asking him. Um, were they friendly to him? Just all out, honestly, guys, parental paranoia. Well, my little genius, okay, <laughs> did what he was doing, kind of moving around like a running lawnmower with no one literally guiding him through. And the results came back in a couple of weeks later. Got the call, went back to the doctor's office, and he's like, you know, the psychologist says, well, you know, Miniana, your son has ADHD. I'm like, what? What do you mean? How? Where did it come from? And so now we're going down, you know, generational history. We're talking about his dad. We're talking about my family to kind of see where this came from. Because like, what? What do you mean? So I still did not accept it. Like, I just did not accept the diagnosis. <laughs> and it wasn't until... Because you know when your child is diagnosed with ADHD, the first thing most psychologists would like to do is put your child on medicine. And that is something I just was not really wanting to do. When I tell you I had the capital D for denial, that was me. I was her. I was probably some of you. And this is why I say I get it. I understand the dynamics of how do you go from giving birth to your wonderful bundle of joy or joys and to having to go through the testing to hear, okay, well, this is what's going on. So after, you know, kind of doing my own research, and I do encourage parents, you guys still do your own research, where the ADHD um had arisen and it was on his father's side. I started to do, I wanted to know like what were the triggers? What, you know, if I didn't want to put him on medication, what were some holistic ways that I could kind of counteract? So I will tell you, I did do, um, we started out with Adderall and from Adderall, we went over to Vyvanse. And what I remember reading was red dye was a big, 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 and still is a big, big thing that they talk about, you know, when you do research. And I took away red fruit punch. And my kids, by far, still to this day, we don't have candy in the house like that, okay? So I took away red sodas, red fruit punch. I started buying organic um, ketchup, things of that nature. Anything with red dye, my kids can have. Because I was like, this is the trigger. This is it. It's the trigger. But it wasn't until I spoke with a, one of my aunts and she told me, hey, go get this book called Smart But Scattered Brain. I read that book and I still encourage parents still, still to this day to go and get that book. Um, The very first chapter, it was like right smack in the middle. It talked about how a mom was telling her child to clean his or her room, okay? And the child literally could not get one task done without being distracted by something else, without being distracted by this, without being distracted by that. And within 30 minutes time, they were 
the child in that book was still working on that one thing. And that's when I realized like, oh my God, um, this is what my son is doing. Okay. And I just had the one child at the time. Now I got two and both of them have ADHD, but we have definitely grown um, by far to where we are doing really, really well. Um, But it wasn't until I read that book where I started to notice that they can't, the medicine is to help stimulate or help to control the focus. Could you imagine if you, as a parent, take your mind and take yourself and put yourself in your child's shoes and try to function sitting in school for eight hours out the day or some kids are 12 hours because my kids had to do that as well when I worked a nine to five. I am self-employed now. So they were in before school and they had to do after school, you know, just as being a parent. Um, but it was hard. And I was like, huh? So the a fly could come in the room and my child will literally stop what he's doing, focus on a fly. It can be in the corner. It can fly in the back. He's like, oh my God, this is distracting me. I cannot focus. Or a child may cough. So I noticed once I put my child, both of them actually on the medicine, I started to see changes. And we know that with medicine, everything has a side effect. Am I an advocate for medicate your child? No. Am I an advocate for do things holistic? No. I am an advocate for do what's right by your child, okay? This is not only going to help your child later on not be frustrated, but it's also going to defuse any type of situations or concerns you may have or the teachers may have when it comes to the educational school setting. So. If you are a parent who is on the fence about getting your child um, medically tested and properly diagnosed, my son, before I would allow the school to test him, I did my own private psychological evaluation through my insurance company. Um, Now, I will tell you all this. The schools here in Georgia do not accept outside private psychological evaluations they will take them but they still have to do their own and so you know i definitely understand the rules are the rules everything always matched up so i never had a problem with it but i definitely will encourage if you are that mom if you are that dad or both parents or grandparents or you're the sister the brother you know and you have what we call our unique geniuses, and there is some concern, I want you to listen to this and realize that a denial will only delay the help that they're needing. The help is not for the teachers. The help is not for, honestly, you as the parent. The help is for our unique geniuses, right? Your unique genius. It's to help them be able to understand that I am okay. I just learn completely different. Yes, I may have an outburst because I am overly 
frustrated with all the information that I'm being told I have to retain in my head, but I can't think about, I need to go get some water. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. The teacher said, write this down. Or, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't. Oh, why is he over there? doing The minutes, the milliseconds that that brain is running in your genius's head. It's like screaming for help. So this is our second episode of Our Unique Geniuses. I hope you are enjoying this. Please don't forget to share our podcast. We are actually on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Amazon Music. We're also on Amazon Audible. We're on iHeartRadio Podcast. All you have to do is type in Our Unique Geniuses or my name, Minyana, and I will definitely pop up. But leave your questions or concerns or your stories as we continue to grow. And yes, I do have a uh, Instagram account that we are currently working on, as well as a Facebook group where we can definitely dive into, you know, if there are certain topics that you guys want to talk about, definitely you'll be able to do that in those groups. As well as I said before, I am here for you. This is the platform for us. So until next time, until next episode, which will be, um, as of today, we will do two Monday and Thursdays, okay? No, I'm sorry. Tuesdays and Thursdays will actually be our uh, podcast day. So you can look for us for two days out of the week right here on Spotify or any other platform I've named. And until next time, it's been wonderful. And I hope you all have a wonderful, fantastic day with your genius. Bye-bye.